0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the domestic Boyfriends podcast where we talk about video games anime, TV shows, movies, comic books and whatever else we want to talk about. My name is Dean and always with me is my lovely co-host Vincent.
1: hello everybody
0: yeah uh, so this week we have we have some news and this week we are talking about tales of the Jedi Tales of Jedi. Was the in it? I don't remember. It was. It was Tales of the Jedi. Yep. Um, very, very specifically two Jedi. We got the tales of two Jedi. Two. I mean, there were there were there's a lot to talk about. There were a there. couple in there. There were a couple Jedi. <clears throat> um, uh, but uh, of course, uh, like every week, we are going to be talking about some news. So we're going to. Uh, take a bite out of a couple news sources that we have and try and make them a little bit easier to consume for you guys. Um, We have a big one from Marvel. We'll grab that later. We're going to talk about some potential leaks. Uh, So if you don't like that, then skip that later on. (coughs) Um, I don't really have anything for DC. I'm pretty sure something did happen. I just don't, I just, nothing caught my eye. Um, I don't know if it's the same for you or not.
1: Uh, DC's been kind of hiding. Yeah, they've been a little quiet. Yeah, I mean after <laughs> Since Black Panther, Wakanda Forever came out, I'm not gonna.
0: If laugh. I released Gotham Knights and thought it was a good game, I'd also do the same. Um, I had some interesting comic book news. Did you know that they're making a someone's making a Popeye comic? Oh, yeah, it's called Popeye I Lie Popeye, and it's supposed to be a story about how he lost his eye. Oh, yeah. Really interesting. the The art really uh, caught my eye. See what I did there? Talking about singular. Yeah, one eye, not the other one. Didn't really stare at it that much. Um, I th- yeah, I think that's it for comics. I think I saw something before, but I don't quite remember. Um, you have anything for nothing for comics? You have anything for TV? TV. TV news.
1: Ah. Uh- well, Wednesday, um, like the today? show about Wednesday Adams oh. has released on Netflix and has been breaking records that had previously set, been set by Stranger Things season four. Uh, um, I've watched. i not pers- Yeah,
0: uh, I, I, uh, if anybody, for those who watch the podcast, know that this rating does not go out very. Very uh, often, I give it a nine out of ten. Oh, it's very enjoyable, especially if you like the Adams Family lore. It kind of just like builds upon some stuff, uh, and General Ortega did a really good job with like portraying her and not being like a rehash of anything that we've seen already.
1: Um, my I family, was, I haven't seen it, but my sister and my mother binged it. It's yeah, already done. They're it moving really on to something else
0: now. Me and my fiance watched it. Um, it. I want there to be more I had some I had some like You know when We we announced this like When it got When We talked about it Like when it got announced But like I At first I thought Like it couldn't work In like a modern day setting But it really did Um, Because like the whole idea Of the Adams Family Is that the juxtaposition Of like modern society And like It still works It's just Like you know Some of it isn't like, oh, like, they're goths. Yeah, there's, like, a whole room full of goths over there. You know what I mean? So some things work, some things don't. Uh, but I feel like they they really did. They did really well with this and keeping everything uh, both, like, familiar to people who know Adam's family and, like, new stuff uh, for people to build on. So, yeah. 9 out of 10, pretty good. Awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I I hate to bring this up uh, because last week we talked a lot about death, but we lost uh, oh, no. a pretty important person in the realm of TV, especially childhood entertainment uh, yeah. for anybody who has watched uh, anything related to the Japanese masked superhero genre uh, will know that a specific series uh, got its startup by taking uh, a specific show and adapting it into a very well known and recognizable uh, Saturday morning cart not cartoon Saturday morning TV show uh, back in the early nineties. Uh, and it's honestly like reflecting on it. It's really tough to say. Um, Jason David Frank, uh, was found dead November 19th of this year, uh, in a hotel bedroom. And, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot in the community. Um, my best wishes go out to his wife and his family. Um, some things have come out, uh, in the news about the situation and possible things. I'm not going to go into rumors and speculations, um, but, uh, something that was confirmed is that it was, uh, self-inflicted and, uh, if you ever need help, um, there are sources, there are, there are people you can call if you ever feel like, uh, everything's feeling kind of tough. Um, Jason David Frank was most famously known as his role for Tommy Oliver on Power Rangers. He was the first Green Ranger, the first Six Ranger, uh, everybody's favorite person after they saw him because everybody wanted to be the Red Ranger until Tommy showed up. Uh, He reprised his role multiple times and kind of became uh, the original, like, Tony Stark of, like power rangers i think i think his like legacy yeah his legacy was definitely like somewhere comparable to what tony stark is in like the mcu uh has impacted multiple people's lives um both on like an entertainment level but uh if you follow jdf's career uh within the past couple years and especially his time off the show uh he built a career off of what he loved. He uh, was a mixed martial artist. Uh, he even created his own form uh, of martial arts, ran a, uh, ran a karate, uh, not karate, he ran his own a dojo. Uh, he still acted um, and was working on a fan project before his passing. Uh, fully funded by the fans. Um, he was always there for his fans, always at conventions greeting his fans. And yeah, it's um, it was crazy for me to see the tweet. It was crazy for me to see my brother's text to say that uh, he had passed because, as a person who grew up watching Power Rangers, uh, this man single handedly uh, influenced the trajectory of my personality because leading from Power Rangers has very much influenced what I like and don't like and things I find entertaining. So Yeah. I don't I don't know how I don't know if you, you need a moment. I don't know if you've heard about this
1: prior to me I just did. saying it. <laughs> I have. It was a it was a hard one. My one of my mainstay comfort shows growing up was uh specifically Power Rangers Dino Thunder. Um and then from there I went and watched the original Mighty Morphin and just like devoured anything and everything where um where he was in. Yeah, it's um <clears throat> It's a hard blow. It, it yeah. really is. He's like, an amazing guy.
0: Yeah, he was he was always there for his fans and he was there for his co stars from what we were told. He was he was just all around a great guy. Fumbles here and there, like like everybody, every human being, but uh we'll have to we'll have to do an episode about Power Rangers. I, I love Dino Thunder, so I wouldn't be mad about talking about Something of the likes, but absolutely, um, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty sad news, but I feel like we couldn't have this episode without talking about it because it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty important. Um, uh, if you're good, we can move on to what we have in movies,
1: yeah, um. <clears throat> a sequel to a classic Christmas movie came out on HBO Max and is now streaming. Um, and it's called A Christmas Story Christmas. I don't know if you watched A Christmas Story growing up or not. Yes. Um, but truly an all-time classic for comedy Christmas movies really s- set the bar for, like, what a what a Christmas movie could really be. Um... My family watched it together. We've always been a big fan of, um, A Christmas Story. Uh, we give each other ornaments every single year. Um, and, uh, there were tons and tons of A Christmas Story ornaments. We, we had the lamp on, on the, on the tree all the time, you know, (laughs) the national award. Um, (laughs) but, uh... The sequel came out. It's on HBO Max, able to be streamed, uh, and it's absolutely fantastic. Very faithful to um, to the original story. Uh, it's with all of the original cast except for, well, unfortunately, the father because uh, he, the actor, is no longer with us. Um, and they did write that into into the story uh the basic premise is that Ralphie um uh, his father passes and now Ralphie is in charge of making the best christmas ever out of nothing
0: huh.
1: um he's been away from uh Hogan for a for a long time now um and he's coming back you get to see familiar faces like Flick um, and, and his bully. Um, everyone, everyone is there. It's very, very good. That's good to hear. I, I didn't know that, this,
0: that it was out or even being made. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds promising. Um,
1: uh, anything from you?
0: Yeah, a couple of things. Um, so Peter Jackson's joining the, uh, he's I don't know if he's going to be directing, but he's joining the Kong King Kong miniseries that's going to be on Disney Plus. Um, I don't know if it's the same thing related to the Monster Verse miniseries or not. Um, some names are being thrown around, so I'm not exactly sure, but. Um, be nice, a nice addition to the team. Um, speaking of the giant monsters, the best giant monsters back, uh, it was announced, I think, November 20th, that Netflix is making an adaptation for Gamera. Whether that be in the same vein as like the Netflix Godzilla adaptations, or uh, more in the vein of what uh, is p- cur- currently being pr- uh, created by. Um, uh, we literally had this conversation last recording about who makes the current Godzilla film, legendary, legendary okay. pictures. Um, we're not sure. We just, we just got an announcement, which is crazy because, you know, camera hasn't had something since like the nineties, I think. Um, Also, the last thing, uh. A uh, rumored Avatar The Last Dead Render uh, animated film release is going to be October 2025. Um, had a couple sources stated. Uh, some dates were around the same time, but 2025 and October seem to be the ones that are uh, sticking. Um, Avatar Studios has been working on a lot. Not a lot of it's been in the news, uh, but they've uh, definitely been working on stuff. Um, I have a couple more things until we get into our big thing that we want to talk about. Uh, do you have anything like anime, manga, video
1: game, miscellaneous related? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if we've ever brought it up on the podcast, but Dean and I both play Magic the Gathering been a big part of my life for a very long time uh another big thing that i'm really into is transformers uh recently they've added uh transformers cards to the game that you can actually play with and are legal in things like commander and other stuff but uh they just announced that coming up on december 5th there are going to be three new secret layers um all devoted to transformers um, they're going, they're not going to be, um, original cards. So they're going to be reprints of other existing cards with new artwork and then some flavor text. Um, but we have one where Megatron and Optimus are both, uh, Blightsteel Colossus and Darksteel Colossus going after the All Spark, which is Doubling Cube. Uh, we have a... Another secret layer that's basically just filled with references to the classic Transformers movie uh, with artwork featuring things like uh, like Hot Rod becoming Rodimus Prime uh, Optimus going to fight Megatron Megatron becoming Galvatron Uh, spoilers for (laughs) Transformers Transformers movie movie. Um, and then there's also another secret layer that is full of full art, basic lands, depicting um, different planets from the Transformers series. Um, all these, again, are going to be going on sale December 5th. Can't believe uh, and we spoiled all, that movie. At least, I know, right? Scandalous. Optimus dies. Um, <laughs> Rodimus takes his heart out. <laughs> Rodimus takes his heart out. Eat it. Um, but... Uh they're all gonna be either thirty dollars as a non foil or a forty dollar purchase as a foil version. Oh, so excited for I Christy, am very upset <laughs> because I just spent sixty six dollars on buying a Blightsteel colossus. <sighs> yeah, well,
0: you know the cookie and you pay an extra monies to Wizards of the Coast. It's okay.
1: You know, just just spend the money. I want a refund. Just spend the money. Yeah.
0: Um, <coughs> ooh, sorry. Coffee cough. Um, so, along with that, um, so I have some anime, manga things. Um, there's been a countdown on the official Berserk website for like, it started 14, at 14 days, like five days ago. It's at nine days right now. We don't know what the countdown is, too. Um, oh. So for those who don't know, the original author of Berserk um, has passed. And his best friend, I brought it up on the podcast before, his best friend is, uh, was given the blessing uh, to continue the story. Um, it might be that, it might be Berserk anime, it might be some other Berserk announcement, but this has been happening, uh, and in nine days is the 8th, it's not this Thursday, not this upcoming Thursday, but the Thursday after December 8th, um, so, we'll we'll see, we'll see what that is, I'll definitely do a follow-up to whatever the news is on that, um, and for any f- fans of Baki and Tekken 8, uh, they're doing a crossover, Um, I feel like it's extremely fitting given the proportions that Tekken characters have uh, and Baki characters have. So, uh, Interesting, interesting, interesting. But that isn't the main event that we have going on uh, this week in the news. We're going to be chatting for a little bit... uh, about some potential leaks. I don't want to go too crazy on this. Maybe just talk about some, let's talk about some things about it. Uh, we got a list of, uh, potential leaks for phase five, six, and seven of Marvel. Um, right off the bat, is there anything that you saw and you were just like, why or how or yes?
1: Uh well, I'm both excited and disheartened that Deadpool three isn't slated until apparently November of 2024. But hey, it's awesome that it's there. It's something to look for, look forward to at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever we get there, um, will 2024 just seems sort of stacked with Ghost Rider, Deadpool, um, both Ghost Rider and Deadpool making their appearances in the MCU. Uh, we're getting double Spider-Man that year with both the freshman year animated series as well as Spider-Man 4 existing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Daredevil as well existing there. Mostly I'm just really excited for 2024. <laughs> yeah. Looks pretty stacked. Um,
0: I'm really interested for... So, like, it's the time between different things. So, like, if you see... So, we got introduced to Namor this year. We have to wait four more years, apparently, until we see him in his zone series. Um something that kind of got my eye was the secret warriors and then the power pack you know who the power pack are right no they are four kids with powers like literal children uh and they fight crime oh yeah um and yeah there's a, there's a couple of things x men we kind of we anticipated that was going to be later um I don't understand what the World War Hulk series is supposed to be about. You know, they kind of threw away that whole storyline. Especially with the end of She-Hulk. Like, it doesn't feel earned. Um, Also, apparently the Ten Rings being in development for fall of 2027. I don't understand why we're doing a Ten Rings movie. I mean, like, I enjoy an origin story, but I don't know. I feel like there's just some things that... Were told like can be told better within the movie or have been told better within the movie or like whatever projected time that they've been given before, uh, like either like the death of a character or something like that, that it doesn't need like a total origin. Like, do you think that we had to know how Nick Fury lost his eye? Mm-hmm. Do you think that we had to know that Nick Fury, lo- how he lost his eye?
1: Not, not really. Like, I I don't really think so. Like, that's... Well, he lost it because of the cat, right? Yeah.
0: Like, I don't... I think that was, like, the mystery that leaves the character, like, pretty cool. Um, Yeah. A Nomad series? Um, Nomad has, like, in the comics... I mean, it's been other people, but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the first or second Nomad was Steve Rogers after he gave up the title of Captain America, or... It might have been after he died. I'm not really sure. Um, apparently a Mephisto special, which, you know, that's one thing. A Young Avengers series and not a movie. Um, Yeah, Illuminati series, which, you know, that's... I don't know. I don't know. The leaks seem to have a lot, but it's just like... Uh, I don't know.
1: It's, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that they have this all planned out this far in advance, but it seems like a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. No. It seems like a lot, and, like, you can you can plan
0: out, but, like, depending on people's responses from things, like, it may or may not actually stick properly. I don't know. But I only hope for good things, now because I hate thinking that things are bad and not being able to enjoy for what it is. Um but yeah, um are you 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 ready you want to talk more about it or do you want to move on to the topic? I'm ready to do the topic. All right. Tales of the Jedi. Um I am pretty well-knowledged on this because I watched it all today. Um, pretty easy. This gave me v- the vibes of we didn't talk about visions on the podcast, but um, when I watched visions, like just very short episodes, very quick, very clean, uh, I thought they were going to be contained stories. I was very confused when I watched the first two episodes, and then th- the third episode just continued with the Dooku story. And then after episode four, I was just like, oh, okay, I understand. Um, uh, do you just want to do it like Our our reactions to each of the episodes Sure <laughs> And then do like an as, as a whole talk about it So episode one, life and death uh, We get um, This is the kidnapping episode, right? Yes No, 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 this is the Ahsoka episode So um, Oh, well yeah. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, kidnapped Yeah, she got, she got catnapped um, really interesting. I don't remember ever reading or, like, do, like any expanded lore upon... Even though there is confirmed a Jedi Master of her, um, of her people. Um, I need to look up these people's names, because I know it's been... S- it was said in the thing. Um, she is... A... Togruta? um, I don't know if you've ever wondered this about whether it was face paint or not, or if that was actually just markings on their skin. But this episode kind of answered it for me. Um, yeah. it's It's definitely just paint. Also, the white of their head tentacles is also paint or some type of coloring which I never thought about but I've always having
1: an emo face
0: yeah well <clears throat> like in this I love I love the um, them going back to the Clone Wars art style with the animation um, but um, it, it really like showed us like some paintbrush detail Like imperfect detail that I feel like the TV shows, like live action, didn't really show us. But um, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, Her mom's badass. Uh, Also, so they apparently it's part of their culture to take their one year olds out to hunt with them. Apparently, yeah, that just kind of from
1: an early age, you know,
0: it kind of caught my eye. Um, some of them also, like, I don't know if they painted like different colors. Like some of them were orange, some of them were purple, some of them were pink. Um, I'm not judging them. It's just like, I was trying to find like a consistent pattern within the, like, cause they all have like different, I don't, I want to, I don't want to call them like mandibles, but like their head spikes all are different. And like, along with the different shades of like, like the way that they do, like their, like face markings and like their tentacle markings along with some Mm -hmm. of them, I think like actually putting like coloring on their skin, like some are purple and some are pink, but I think naturally they're like orange. Uh, I was really confused. I was trying to find like a common pattern between the people, between like the species and I just couldn't besides the head tentacles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, What else? This episode, pretty short, pretty, all of them are short, but, um, you don't really get too much except, like, Ahsoka was a badass kid. That's a, it's a pretty cool origin story, you know, you just tame a giant alien tiger. As any normal person would do. Um, and immediately, like, the outer woman was just like, she's a Jedi, which, you know. It's not always safe to assume that someone Force-sensitive is a Jedi, but... <coughs> yeah, that was, like, a small Ahsoka origin. Get, like, a look into, like, her family life a little bit, like, her people. Um, Really interesting. They're, like, very traditional and, like, to the land, but, like, they have laser guns, so. um, Episode 2 and Episode 3... Episode two through four focus on uh Count Dooku. Okay. Can you can you like you're you're probably more versed in Star Wars than I am. Did we already know that Qui Gon Jinn was Dooku's apprentice?
1: Yes, we did.
0: When was that in when was that shown to us or told to us? Was that in episode was that in episode one that it was explained? Episode, episode two?
1: I think it might have been episode two.
0: He explains that Qui Gon. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I think so. At the very least, I believe it happened during the Clone Wars, because
0: it was like a haunting series. kind of like. It was a thing that was like always in the back of my head. I was just like, before I was like before Duku like left the council before Duku left the Jedi Order. Like I remember, Qui Gon was his Padawan. Um, and in Episode Two, uh, titled Justice. Uh, we get a hostage situation where Dooku and Qui-Gon, uh, much younger Qui-Gon and Dooku, um, go to save a senator's son, and it goes just about the way that I thought it was going to go. <coughs> um, how do you how do you feel about how do you feel about this episode?
1: I didn't like seeing young Dooku's face. I'm going to be real. It made me very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, and also, like, it took me a minute to realize that it was Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon just looked kind of fucking weird. Yeah, I was just Um, like,
0: I think this was Qui-Gon Jin. I hope this was Qui-Gon Jin.
1: Yeah. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was interesting to see that even, like, at, like, the young, at, like, a much younger point, he was already starting to, like, have that darker edge to him. He had that he's had that like weird hilted lightsaber for a long time
0: which is so um, cool like i didn't expect i think we had like the previews of it like showing that even when he was uh on when he was a jedi that he had uh, like that like curved lightsaber which i think was yeah. cool it's it's still cool
1: no matter what side he's on but absolutely um it was, I don't know. I liked it.
0: Um, uh, it went about as yeah. good as I thought it was going to go, uh, with the Dooku just choking the guy out and like just, uh, just murdering people. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting to see like his descent, like over the next couple episodes, into the darkness, because, again. Was this ever? This was. Was this ever shown, or was this the first time it's ever explained? Like, I I know like it was stated after Qui Gon's death, Duku left, and that he was seduced by the dark side with Sidious, but mm-hmm. we never saw it play out. Yeah, and I think it's cool. Uh, I think it's cool to see all that, and even like the smaller things, because this is a younger Qui Gon. Not like he, he's still a Padawan. Did he have his? but his thing's off. He's a, he's a knight now. Like in that in this episode, I'm pretty sure he's a knight cuz he doesn't have uh, his he yeah. doesn't have his what should we call it? He doesn't have his braid. So still his, he's technically still his like master, but uh Qui-Gon is no longer a padawan. Uh it was it was it was just interesting to see. Also, his hair looks kind of weird. Like, I'm kind of more for like less hair, top balding, Dooku. If I'm be honest, uh, he kind of. If you look at the back, if you like freeze frame the back of his head, he kind of looks like one of those like m- like me hairs. Like the it's like a poly, like a really straight polygon. Yeah. <coughs> uh, episode three choices. Um, we get uh, an episode where Qui Gon Jinn and Mace Windu. Um, both Jedi masters, uh, go to investigate, there's a lot of investigating going on. Uh, they go to investigate a planet where, <coughs> ooh, another Jedi master, uh, has apparently died because, um, it is proper for, uh, a Jedi's body to be buried in the Jedi temple, uh, post So, um... Do you do you know off the top of your head what Jedi died? Because they said the uh, name, and I was just like, ah.
1: I don't remember her name, but um, she definitely uh looked familiar. It's, it's, uh, she was definitely one of the <coughs> one of the like council members that we had seen in. Uh, the prequels
0: Jedi Master Khatri yeah. Khatri so um, she was green
1: she was always like one of my she had like the black headdress she was always one of my favorites from like a design standpoint yeah. uh, from just seeing her in the prequels and when they said her name I like remembered her I was like oh cool and then they said she, she did. Was dead. I was like oh she no
0: um, so we get uh, Jedi Master Khatri is dead and uh, they <coughs> they they go to try and get the body. Um, Duku, being Dooku, like wants to know like how and why. He thinks that there's more to it. And um, Mace would do is just like you know we just we we're, we we're on the orders of the council. Like we're just here to do what the council says, or if the Senate asks for anything. And uh, Duku is just like yeah. Whatever he's just like he says the line like your your ability to follow orders is both commendable and like an irritance and yeah. <laughs> great line um they figure out that uh Khatri was murdered by a group of not rebels but like the guards of the senator because they wanted the senator mm-hmm. dead uh because the senator was like ruining the planet and stuff so they, they thought that killing the Jedi was going to be the best way to, like, assert their power and stuff like that. Rest in peace, Khatri. Could have just talked to her. Um, you, like, watching these scenes, like, you... It gives that better reinforcement of what we have, had, like, seen, especially, like, post-Empire of where people are like very distrusting of the Jedi because of rumors and stuff. This is a day and age where the council in this episode, this is episode three. This is Qui-Gon. This is right. We, we see at the end of it that Mace Windu takes Katri's place on the council, um, which Count Dugu is just like, Oh, did you know about your promotion before we went out there? And he's just like, maybe, uh I follow the rules, blah 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 blah. Uh but we're we're in an age where like the the count the Jedi Council and like the Jedi, like there's there's way more Jedi in this than like any yeah. of the any of the movies have shown us. Um that they they're obviously out in space, they're out in like the different sectors of controlled, like Senate range, some of them are in the Outer Rim uh, As we know from next episode with Qui-Gon Of course going to get Anakin um, But uh, Something uh, That is interesting to see is that distrust Of Jedi um, Even though could they, they think that they're just government dogs um, And you see like the Rebellion kind of Consorting um, we see it a little bit later on. I think it's interesting to see the different sides of, like, people both conforming and not conforming to the Empire. Uh, and I think it's really interesting whenever, like, we watch stuff like uh, Rogue One or, like, any of, like, the sequels, sequel stuff where people who aren't acquainted with Jedi talk about the Jedi or see a Jedi. And they're just yeah. like, wow. Like, that's crazy. And, like, the not the misconceptions that they have, but like the propaganda that's been fed to them, um, which may or may not be misconceptions because like some Jedi were very much like, you know, we had what that one guy from, from the Clone Wars, you know, the one that like turned the clones against each other. Remember that amazing scene from that episode? (coughs) They're like, we're clones, clones, you're a clone. I'm a clone. We're all clones. (laughs) Clone, you clone, me clone. Uh, he, like, takes the helmet off of his brother. And he's just like, he's a clone, too. Um, yeah. Favorite line. Uh, but, yeah. Um, Then we go to episode four, which episode four, like, took me for a loop. Yado's confirmed. She's not a yeah. Legends character. <laughs> um, Let's go. Confirmed. Yoda is not the last one. Well, na- now he might be the last one. But... um. Yaddle's confirmed. Uh, This just pushes more towards the descent. This takes place literally in between episodes, episodes one and two, Uh, which is a long gap, by the way. Um, But it takes place right after Qui Gon's death. Like the the in episode one, that like fire was that supposed to be the Jedi Council or is that just like? the at-the-time burial that they did on the planet. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? I think that was at the time on the planet.
0: Okay, because like the Jedi Council, of course, took the body and they were going like, to pr- give it a burial and whatever. Uh, it was interesting to see, for one, how Dooku must have hit... Age and stress must have hit Dooku hard once he hit the dark side, because... He literally looked the same from episode two to episode four. And then we're supposed to believe that at the start of episode two, that Dooku's a great old man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the scene, it's literally, he sees Qui-Gon in this episode. He sees Qui-Gon. He talks to, Talks about, like, his stance on, like, the council and, like, the different problems that are coming up. Uh, Qui-Gon had just came back from Tatooine and fighting uh, Maul. And he reported it to the council, of course, um, that he fought a Sith. Uh, Talks to Dooku, and he's just like, oh, you really saw one? And I've been telling the council forever. And Yaddle's just like, yes, Dooku, shut up. And uh, then he, like, talks about Obi-Wan. He's just like, I'd like to meet him one day. This is, I'm just saying, Qui-Gon looks way older than Dooku does in this episode. Like, he looks at him and calls him master, and I was just like, this doesn't feel right. Like, Dooku should look older.
1: At least just a little bit. Yeah. Um, He wasn't very gray there. No, not at all.
0: The stress only hit him after he turned to the dark side. Dark
1: side
0: side means light hair. Dark side Ah, means dark hair.
1: That's... That's what happened. Because like usually they get the yellow and red eyes. He never yeah. got that. What he got instead was, was gray. Gray hair.
0: <laughs> gray hair. Um, I like to think that Dooku like wasn't fully... I, I, he used the dark side of the force. But I like to think that Dooku did generally think that his ways were conforming to the light. Like, were, we're yeah. still aligned with the light uh because he didn't fully succumb to that like dark side defication that Anakin did which is probably mm-hmm. why it, it's 100% why he had him get uh Sidious had him offed by Anakin um because we, we see in this episode uh, <coughs> uh he fights Yatto because Yatto like follows him he deletes the Jedi archive of Kamino that's something that I didn't think was going to be talked about. Uh, the fact that the Jedi Archive has, like, literally everything, and then when Kenobi looks up Kamino, he's just like, what's Kamino? Uh, it's because Dooku deleted it. Yeah, crit- that was nice. He, 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 the Jedi Temple apparently doesn't have backups. Uh, also, this Jedi Temple is way more, like, high-tech than, like, the one we see, like, in anything. Remember in, like, the, like, old, like, in the Old Republic games, they're literally just books. Most of yeah. them are, like, books. Not even holocrons, just books.
1: Take uh, them out and they're, like, light-up books.
0: Yeah, and they're, like, these are discs. Well, like, some of them are just books, like, physical books. Though that is, like, the Old Republic, but still, like, technology's, like, still advanced, but... Um, and even in the movies, they're, like, those digital books, and, like... Wasn't it, like, in one of the legend stories that, like, the librarian, like, hid in the sewer, like, trying to get the knowledge of the Jedi Temple out? Right? Or something Um, like that?
1: Well, there was that uh, Darth Vader comic series where um, she was, like, the runaway Jedi on Coruscant. Mm
0: -hmm. The last one
1: that knew who Anakin was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Joe Costa,
0: right? Uh yes. Who I want we to say that's who really we also concerned. saw in this episode. Um who she is old. Cause she looks old when Dooku looks young. And she looks super Jeez. old. <laughs> well, yeah, because like she looks like old now in this episode, and like this is this is like Dooku. Between episode 1 and episode 2, which episode 1, between between episode 1 and 2, that's like, Anakin's, like, he's like 18 in episode 2, right? Or something like yeah. that? He's like a a late teenager? That's a long time. And, like, Jocasta's old looking. And, like, we literally see her up until Order 66. And she still looks old. Like, it's, it's old? crazy to me. <laughs> she's not dead the force be with you man
1: does great things for your skin
0: yeah um, but uh, Dooku, At old age. Dooku fights Yaddle Yaddle dies Yaddle has like this like second wind where like she lifts the gate that crushed her and then just dies again Um, I heard was, the Lego Yoda scream <laughs> <coughs> it was honestly kind of kinky where Sidious was just like my apprentice, and then Dooku looked back and he was like, "Master." I was just like, "Oh, that was kind of weird." <laughs> and then Yaddle breaks the tension between them.
1: Guys, this has got me feeling a certain way. Oh, hi Yaddle. Oh, Yaddle. Oh, she did again. Anyway, Master.
0: Um. So, uh, yeah, and then you know, from there, that's episode two, and you know, all of that. Um. Uh, episode 5 is called Practice Makes Perfect. It is an episode about abusing Ahsoka, because that is literally what it's about. It's about her practicing her skills. Um, Anakin wants her to be greater than what the Order is trying to make her out to be. <clears throat> we see her practicing in the beginning with like these floating balls that shoot her, and they're supposed to be like battle droids. And Anakin's just like, nah, that's pussy shit. I'm gonna have you fight the 100, and f- I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you fight the 50 first. And she's just like, okay. Uh, half of the episode is just her being unconscious and them having to wake her up. Uh, we do like a time jump between when she starts to get it to like in the middle of the Clone Wars, where like she's apparently still practices it you i know it's like in not the like the later parts of the clone wars because anakin doesn't have long hair he still has short hair so it's like in the middle-ish of the clone wars yeah cuz anakin doesn't go to a barber Continuity. he doesn't go to a barber the the closest thing he goes to uh the closest thing to going to a barber is when he gets like burned cuz you know now he doesn't have hair cuz he's oh. just he's just burned he's like fried That's chicken up but yeah. also accurate yeah no, that's how you can tell the timeline. It's Ahsoka's, like, the length of her tentacle and how long Anakin's hair is. Also, how fulumsuous Kenobi's beard is, but that's besides the point. I love that. I love that they brought, they brought back the voice actor for him for, like, two lines. Yeah. They're just like, we need you to say some stuff. Um, which it's just you and McGregor, right? He voices the animated yeah. Kenobi. Yeah, they're just like, hey. They, after Kenobi, they probably were just like, hey, you and can you say these like two lines? And he's just like, yeah, sure.
1: While we have you here,
0: yeah, while you while you're here, can you just say this, please? Thanks. Just into somebody's iPhone. Um, and it's really cool because at the end of this episode, we actually. So Anakin states, like, if you can beat the 501st, you can pretty much beat anybody. Because for those who don't know, the 501st are like, I want to say it's because it's Anakin's squad. But it's also because they're just an elite battle unit trained for Anakin to use. Um, That it leads into uh, one of the scenes from the final season of the Clone Wars during Order 66 where Rex, like, pretends to turn her in. And she proceeds to utterly like annihilate the five oh first in like a one V hundred over a hundred clones. Uh, uh have, you, have you seen that last season? No. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's That sounds awesome. So in that last season they explain where Ahsoka is during everything during the last uh, episode during the last movie so in episode three uh mm-hmm. it explains where she is in order 66 it kind of explains why she doesn't help out during order 66 and it explains uh like her whatchamacallit it explains like what she was doing where she was why she couldn't help out and like her reaction to Order 66, which was way better than every other Jedi's reaction. Speaking of Order 66, I want to go back to, like, episode three, uh, where he Dooku explains, like, he's just like, uh, Katri, like, didn't, they were explaining how, like, she got surprised, and Katri, he was just like, Katri, like, w- she's a trained Jedi, like, she's not going to get surprised by anything, what would surprise her is if she was attacked by someone who was friendly to her, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <coughs> I think I just swallowed a hairball. Oh. Okay, anyway. Um, oh, wow. Okay, so I feel like that leads credence to a lot of people's arguments of why the why the clones were able to annihilate so many of them. Like, I'm pretty sure it's explained that most of the deaths of the jedi in the be- in the first like couple minutes of order 66 is just the fact that these are these are the their team, you know what i mean? They've yeah. created bonds with them. I don't think people th- people see the movies and they don't see the scale of time from the beginning of the clone wars to the end of the clone wars. Take Ahsoka and Anakin's ages reference. Ahsoka's, like, 11 at the beginning of the Clone Wars. Like, the Clone Wars had started, right? And a little bit of time passed, and Anakin got a Padawan, right? Yeah. She's, like, in her late teens, maybe 18 by the time that Order 66 happens. That's, like, closer to a decade that these people have been together. You know what I mean? And they're, they're clo- yeah. the clones um, have no idea, like, it's not like in the comics where, like, they knew about Order 66 and, like, it wasn't the plant, the the plant, the plant, the plant, the implanted chip in their, uh. Uh, in their neck. Uh, it's, it's something that they're, they're not aware of until, like, the order goes out. So, like, this, these were genuinely their friends. And, like, we see it. Uh, in this the final season, how like some like if you get your inhibitor chip removed, uh, you just function as you normally would. <clears throat> so uh, we we saw that in like the Clone Wars proper, like when uh, some when Order sixty six accidentally went out to a clone that was with the five hundred first and everything like that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was the five hundred first; it was somebody else. Um, but really cool. If I I recommend that you watch the la- that last season. Um and then the last one uh so at the end of episode five is it at the end of episode five? No, it's 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 during episode six. So episode six is called Resolve and it follows it begins with Padme's funeral and uh Emperor Amadala Padme not Padme Leia's. Father, adopted father, I
1: forget his name. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh. We just <laughs> <saw him. laughs>
0: Yeah, we literally just saw him because we watched the,
1: because of the Obi-Wan series. Um, oh, uh, uh, e, uh, uh, yeah, who are you? We'll get, we'll get there later. Is not Gregor Typho, definitely
0: not Gregor Typho.
1: uh it is not clovis art oh. uh uh-huh. uh-huh. ah oh yehoohoo old man amidala um bail
0: <laughs> bail organa bail organa <laughs> amidala uh, that's her mom's last name um so uh bail organa um meets up with her um she ninjas away after a group of uh clones come and find her, try to find her He gives her this communication device, jump forward. She's doing what every Jedi that survived Order 66 did, uh, including Obi-Wan, as we know. uh, Just kind of became a farmer. Um, You know, Obi-Wan did it with, like, meat, and she did it with hay. And, um, yeah, it, it honestly kind of, it's honestly the same exact thing that happens to every single Jedi that gets found out. Uh, somebody reports them. Everybody dies, and then the Jedi saves the day. This is—I don't. Do you know which Inquisitor this is?
1: I don't know this Inquisitor. But he, looks like he, would. he looks like he looks Reaper. So
0: cool. <laughs> uh, too bad he's dead. Oh, uh,
1: he did look like Reaper.
0: Like too bad he's dead, but like that dude looked. That dude looked cool. That guy was awesome looking.
1: Um. yeah no he's sick um what inquisitor was this
0: I don't know I don't think it's ever explained like what inquisitor is either so but he looked like Reaper so that was the cool thing Is it is it ever explained?
1: Uh no, it was not.
0: Okay. Um he looks really cool. Uh he ended up dying very fast though, because Ahsoka has those hands and she is very, very skilled. Um, And then uh, Bail Organa bails them out, and the survivors. And, yeah. uh, She joins... This is uh, at the point where she joins the Rebellion, and, uh, for those who know, Rebels uh, plays a part in that show. So, yeah. That's, uh, That's the series. Um... Did you did you find it useful? I found it very informative of like some things that
1: we just didn't know about. Um, I found that it was fun. Yeah, definitely fun. It's a nice little. It was only fifteen minutes per episode, you know, so nothing super hard time devote wise, you know. It was just a nice little time.
0: Yeah, no, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Um, like you know, not groundbreaking things, but some things that we knew, but. Like, it was nice to get visualized. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if you have any more to say about it, but no. um, we could uh, we could end things off. Do you want?
1: Yeah. I had uh, a scale of 1 to 10.
0: Honestly? I don't know. Like, 8. 5, 8.5 i give it an eight. Um, I don't think I want any more out of it. I just, I <coughs> don't oh, It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. It, it kind of reminded me of how visions were, was unnecessary, uh, not necessary, but very much welcome. Um, <coughs> but with that, I think we can wrap things up <sighs> closer to an hour right here. Um, Yeah, Um, thank you for thank you guys for listening. Um, If you ever want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at our Twitter handles. I am at lying underscore mask.
1: I am Vincent Barlow eight,
0: and you can get a hold of either of us at Domestic BF Pod on Twitter. Um, Shout out to Ultimate Maverick X for our art, and yeah, I think that's I think that's it. So um, see you next episode.
1: See you, beautiful people.